SBS Radio. In this bulletin, Prime Minister Albanese meets indigenous female leaders on his second day in the Torres Strait. No agreement reached between Serbia and Kosovo after crisis talks in Brussels. And in sport, AFL coach Alastair Clarkson turns down a role at the Bombers instead committing to North Melbourne. Antonio Albanese will meet with female indigenous leaders to consult on the indigenous voice to parliament on the second and final day of his trip to the Torres Strait. Accompanied by Indigenous Australians Minister Linda Burney and Queensland Senator Anita Green, Mr Albanese is using the visit to hear from local elders, community groups and young Torres Strait Islander people. He's called the Indigenous Voice to Parliament an outstretched hand of friendship from First Nations people to the rest of Australia. Uh, we know that if you consult people and give them that sense of ownership over change that impacts them, you'll get greater buy-in, you'll get better results, and that's why uh, there's such strong support. Anthony Albanese says he has unanimous support for the voice to parliament and backing for constitutional recognition for indigenous people. He plans to put the question to Australians about whether they support Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders being recognised in the constitution with the voice to parliament. Teachers in the top end are walking off the job today with the chief minister claiming the industrial action is politically motivated. The Northern Territory Department of Education says it has been advised of the four-hour strike action over the public sector's four-year pay freeze. The department says while schools will be disrupted, they will remain open. Minister Natasha Files says the action is somehow connected to the upcoming August 20 Fanny Bay by-election where Labour is battling for the key seat. Former Prime Minister John Howard has warned Australia is failing its moral obligation to help Afghans waiting for refugee visas. With a lengthy backlog of applications, many Afghans who who assisted Australian troops and agencies are living in hiding from Taliban retribution. Last week, SBS News revealed 211,122 Afghans had applied for a visa, but as of July 31, only around 5,900 had been granted since the fall of Kabul. Mr. Howard, who oversaw the beginning of Australia's military involvement in Afghanistan, says this is not good enough. We, we have let those people down and we haven't discharged that obligation. I felt very strongly about that. And to the extent that either side of politics has not discharged that obligation, then I criticise them. A man sentenced over his role in the deadly body bombings could be released early after serving only around half of his original 20-year jail term. The attack in 2002 killed more than 200 people, including 88 Australians, and it's less than two months away from the 20th anniversary of the bombing. The government says it is making diplomatic representations to Indonesia because the proposed early release could add trauma to the victims' families. State and territory leaders are being encouraged to help develop Australia's first national electric vehicle strategy in a bid to reduce costs.
The inaugural Electric Vehicle Summit is being held today in Canberra to explore usage of the environmentally friendly cars. Australia is significantly behind in terms of low emissions cars, with only about eight choices on the market valued at under $60,000. But a charge to the definition of fuel-efficient vehicles in luxury car tax laws would potentially make electric vehicles more competitive. Climate Change Minister Chris Bowen says the price of electric vehicles sends many motorists to petrol and diesel cars instead. Now naysayers point to the cost of electric vehicles, that they're out of reach of ordinary families as a reason not to drive further uptake. Now to be fair, to an extent they have a point. There are many consumers who are interested in buying an EV But even if they could access the limited supply, they can't afford it. The European Union's foreign policy chief says he's not giving up hope after after the leaders of both Serbia and Kosovo failed to reach an agreement about border issues. Serbia's President Aleksandar Vucic and Kosovo's Prime Minister Albin Kurti held talks in Brussels but mutual mutual recognition following Kosovo declaring independence from Serbia amid heightened tensions in the Balkans. Josep Borrell says it was a crisis management meeting and both sides need to seek out solutions. The international community doesn't want to see renewed tensions in the coming period and the parties will be fully responsible for any escalation on the ground. And unhappily, we did not get to an agreement today No, sorry. But it is not the end of the story. Both leaders agreed that the process needs to continue and the discussion will resume in the coming days. The French Interior Minister has visited a devastated campsite where extreme weather brought down trees on the island of Corsica, claiming six lives. A teenage girl is among the victims who were caught up in a storm that brought wind, hail and heavy rain, causing severe damage to local campsites. Minister Gerald Dunmer has uh, shared his condolences with the families who lost loved ones and says his government is working through the excuse now. Extremely violent winds, which were unexpected, or in any case unexpected at such intensity, came and took away the lives of six people, among them young children, leaving 20 wounded, four of which are seriously hurt and under critical condition. Two others also died in nearby Italy in separate incidents related to storms on Wednesday night. Israel has raided the office of several Palestinian entities it had previously listed as terrorist organizations, with Western diplomats visiting afterwards to show support for the outlawed groups. Nine European countries have rejected Israel's accusations against the groups, citing little evidence that the United States says it's worried about office closures of non-government organizations. Israel says it will provide extra information to the U.S. about the shutdowns around Ramallah, a city in the West Bank and the United Nations has also condemned the closures. 
German Chancellor Olaf Scholz says he will temporarily lower taxes on natural gas to ease the financial pressures on households as energy costs soar. It comes a day after Chancellor Scholz faced hostile protests about the rising cost of gas during a town hall event outside Berlin. The government has lowered the consumption tax on gas from 19% to 7% until the end of March 2024. Chancellor, Chancellor Scholz says further measures, measures will be announced in the coming weeks. This is this is another step towards relief. I have said you'll never walk alone. In the next few weeks, we will put together a third relief package to alleviate the great pressure that is weighing on many citizens, but also businesses. The exact form of the package will be discussed in confidence with the government. The question of justice is key to ensure that the country remains united during this crisis. A federal court has ordered the Justice Department put forward reductions committing to part of the affidavit supporting the search warrant on former President Donald Trump's estate. The U.S. judge says he is leaning towards releasing some of the evidence to justify the search of Mr. Trump's Florida home last week, despite objections by the Justice Department. The department has until next Thursday to file the redacted version of the affidavit and prosecutors have the chance to appeal if they do not agree with the proposed file. Attorney Dina Schulman, who represents Dow Jones and Company Inc., says there's a public interest in having access and in monitoring government affairs at all levels. Today what was unsealed is the motion to seal the search warrant, which you all have the underlying search warrant, and the order on the motion to seal the search warrant. I would expect the motion to be fairly generic in describing that we have a search warrant, Your Honor, that we would like you to seal, and I would expect the order to be fairly generic. We agree that your search warrant should be sealed. The FBI seized classified and top-secret information during a search at Mr. Trump's estate a week ago. A judge in the United States has refused to grant to grant bail to the 24-year-old man accused of wounding novelist Salman Rushdie before a lecture. Hadi Matar appeared at a hearing in a western New York courtroom after a grand jury indicted him on charges. He pleaded not guilty to second-degree attempted murder and assault charges. Supporters of the author, who suffered serious injuries, say the attack was an attempt to harm freedom of expression. A James Cook University study shows hospital and ambulance demand rises significantly during hate waves, killing more people than any other natural hazard. The report explored extreme heat events and heat waves between 2000 and 2020, finding a, net, a notable increase in hospital admissions for various conditions. The study shows Australia had experienced consistently more frequent, frequent heat, heat waves and longer duration, which are attributed to the effects of climate change. And to sport in the AFL, four-time Premiership coach Alastair Clarkson has committed to leading North Melbourne in 2023, turning down a possible job at Essendon. Clarkson is returning to the club where he first began his playing career back in 1987 and it will be the Kangaroos' fourth full-time coach in five years. He departed Hawthorne at the end of 2021, a year before his contract was due to, was due to end. The move raises further uncertainty about the coaching potential at the Bombers. And now having a look at the weather around the country, Broome, a sunny day on the top of 33, Perth, cloudy 
19, Adelaide, late showers 15, Melbourne, a shower or two developing 16 degrees, Hobart, much the same 14, Albury, Wodonga, sunny 13, Canberra, a shower or two 14, Wollongong, showers 18 degrees, Sydney, a shower or two 19, Newcastle, similar conditions 21, Brisbane, sunny 26, Townsville, partly cloudy 25, Cairns, a mostly sunny day 27, Alice Springs, sunny 19, Darwin, sunny 33 degrees, and the Torres Strait Islands, a sunny day on the top of 28 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 